Put her on the counter, he commanded. As the hands deposited her on the hard wooden surface, she whimpered, making sounds she had never heard come from any human. What was happening? Why didn't it stop hurting? Why couldn't she go back to sleep? Someone was doing something with her lower limbs. Who was it? She tried sitting up to take stock of the situation, but a slight motion of her head was all she could manage. A violent episode of shuddering ensued soon afterward, making her feel as though she were packed in snow. Closing her eyes, she tried not to make a sound while vainly attempting to regain control over her body. Oh, please, God, make it stop hurting. Not far from her, she heard two men make a wager about whether or not her leg would come off. Come off? Were they out of their heads? How could a person's leg come off? Mr. Landis reprimanded them sharply before they had settled on an amount, causing one of them to spit out a foul phrase and stomp from the store. What if Foxworth's in no shape to... to do what he has to do? Another man asked, opening a floodgate of opinions. He might have been a crack surgeon on the battlefield, but he's nothing but an old rummy nowadays. I wouldn't take my dogs to him. Yeah, if and you did, that squaw of his would probably cook him into stew and... Outside, all of you except Wilson. Landis cut short the men's polemics and herded them outdoors, curtly thanking them for their help. A few moments later, the storefront was quiet. How are you doing on that end, Wilson? He asked quietly. Do you need any more cloth? Pretty soon, I will. Rami recognized Owen Wilson's voice, Pittman's harbormaster and father of five of her pupils. Oh, Nellie, it won't quit. A deep sigh issued from the man standing near her. A second later, warm, calloused fingers touched her forehead, then her cheek. Miss Schmidt, can you hear me? Opening her eyes, she gazed into the face of the man for whom her heart longed. She ached at his expression, both grave and sad, the lines around his eyes appearing deeply engraved in his tanned skin. Jeremiah's warm fingers cupped one side of her face with tenderness. You've been injured, rather severely, it grieves me to say. We've sent for the doctor. Is there anyone you want me to notify? Notify? Why should anyone need to be notified? Was she going to die? Panic bubbled inside her, competing with the pain, causing her to fight for breath. She thought of her parents, still living in Missouri. When she came west, she realized she might never see them again but the thought of not being able to write even one more letter caused a keen grief to pierce her heart. And two, there were Olivia and Elena, her girlhood friends, her two very best friends. With Olivia, she corresponded regularly, a talented healer now residing in the flatlands of northeastern Colorado. Olivia Plummer sought to follow in the footsteps of her grandmother, who had also been a gifted midwife. Elena, however, had run away to join the theater several years ago, at the same time escaping her unhappy home. Neither she nor Olivia had heard from Elena in more than two years, and they did not know if their friend was alive or dead. How could she leave this world without knowing what had happened to Elena, without saying goodbye to any of her loved ones? Am I going to die? A shuddering sob escaped her, then another, Despite the warmth of the summer morning, a bone-deep chill enshrouded her. 
I'm dying, aren't I? Landis's voice caught, but his dark eyes met hers squarely, honestly. Wilson and I are doing everything we can, but you're losing a lot of blood. With a quick motion, he turned and reached for a bolt of muslin, pulled several yards free, and began draping the fabric across her upper torso. Did his jaw tremble while he worked to warm her? Why did he blink so rapidly? Was it too much to hope that he might nurture a tender feeling or two for her? I love you, she blurted, nearly out of her mind with pain and fear. For some reason, before she died, she needed for him to know the secret she had carried these many months. I, I hoped one day I might become your... Her words ended in a groan of agony.